Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I need to, to step up and, you know, personally lead the way. Um, whether that's, you know, on the ice, off the ice, uh, both ways need to step up and it's on the leadership group as well. Um, you know, we need to come together as a group and, and find a way through this. That was Robert Thomas earlier today on with the morning show. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. We're broadcasting live at the ENB Granite Studios out at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now, we are happy to be joined by Luke Korak. You can follow him on Twitter, at LKorak10. Covers the Blues has been out here today as they had a busy day at Morning Skate, Lou. You had Doug Armstrong speaking to the media moment, or moments ago. Craig Berube spoke. Some of the players were able to talk to you guys as well. First of all, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it as always. No problem. What Lowball. did you learn today <laughs> after what was obviously an eventful night last night out at the arena? Uh, just that I think the page needs to be turned. Uh, and I think that's the message that uh, I think that's why Doug Armstrong wanted to come in and talk to us. So we don't continue to take this ball from last night and just <laughs> and run a marathon with it, I guess. It's his way of just wanting to kind of nip it in the bud. And I thought it was interesting, guys, what he said, uh, that they need to close the chapter on the last decade and start a new one now. And I, I think that's the reality of where these guys are at, what's been going on, that that's where this needs to go. What's interesting about that, Lou, is him saying that on the – uh, day after Craig Berube makes his comments and Alexi Torovchenko talks, I, I, I just reading those words and hearing you say that, I feel like that's Doug Armstrong also sending a message to the coaching staff saying the past decade is done. That style of hockey is over. Welcome to the new era of blues, speed, skill that Cairo and Thomas possess. Well, I think that's where the league has gone. And, and that's, that's kind of... Uh, what they're trying to emulate here. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy because when you're used to one brand and one style, and then you just kind of have to really flip the script, it's not an easy thing to do. And uh, you're seeing the, you're seeing the roots of it right now and it doesn't look good right now. Uh, and I think it's, it's hitting some of these guys hard because the Braden Shens, the Robert Thomases, uh, the, I'm missing the Jordan Bennington's. Yeah. We talked to Jordan Bennington. Those guys won a Stanley Cup. Okay, they've been they've been at the pinnacle here, and now you're back down. You're back down at the bottom of the mountain, trying to climb up again. That's tough. You've seen it with other teams. Look at the Washington Capitals are going through this right now. Yep. I think you're seeing it with the Pittsburgh Penguins yep. here too. These are guys that are used to winning, and now all of a sudden, instead of climbing up and being at the top and going, "Come get us!" Now you're back down. At, you're back down in the mountain, trying to climb up at other people, and they're going. 
I don't know if we want to do this again. So you have to ask yourself, do you want to go through this again? I think the hope from every Blues fan, certainly, is that you don't become Chicago. Like you mentioned some teams that are going through this right now. And the question is like, okay, who's going to be the next Chicago and who's going to be able to sustain it? Maybe the way that like a Boston has, for example, how do the Blues avoid that? How do they make sure that they don't fall into the issues that we've seen with other teams that have had sustained winning? I think the guys that have won and that have been winning, you just you have to find common ground with those guys that are trying to emulate who you are, like Alexei Torpchenko. I think that's why you saw the emotions out of him last night because he's going – I'm looking at you guys that have been up at the at the top of the mountain before, and I'm not seeing that right now. And that's why I'm feeling like I am. Do I want to be who you guys are right now, or I'm trying to be who you guys were four years ago? And that and and that's and that's what's giving me the passion and the heart and the drive and the know-how that I'm playing in the. And he even said it last night. I'm playing in the best league in the world. You should embrace this and play with heart. And you're not playing in a beer league. I'm sure you guys yeah. have played that mm-hmm. clip once or a dozen times today. <laughs> but uh, you know, he's spot on. And I'll tell you what. I, I continue to come out of this guy's. He's 23 years old, and I'm impressed as heck with what he had to say because he was kind of the not not that that was something that he had asked for, but he was kind of the spokesman of the raw emotion that came out of all that last night. And I think the guys in there, they'll understand that it wasn't a message of Toropchenko against the rest of the team. I think they understand that. They appreciate the fact that he was speaking from the heart and they do realize. I also just showed it on the ice. That's the yeah, other yeah. thing. Is yeah. like, it's one thing if a guy is spouting off he and he's not producing. Shots. The guy showed it with his play as yeah. well. As well, his. and I was going to follow up with that, so you kind of answered that question. But, Lou, I mean, how did his comments resonate for some of those leaders like a Shen and a Bennington? But also, how did Baruvi's comments? Because Sportsnet has picked this up now. Uh, Robert Thomas, who was on the opening drive this morning with Randy Carricker and Kerry Davis, basically saying what Baruvi said about us is is so far from the truth. How did both of their comments kind of resonate in that locker room? I think they cleared the air because they, they all got together and they and they kind of cleared the air on that. And I I think of what Braden Shen in there, and Braden Shen played for Craig Berube in Philadelphia. Yeah. So he probably he knows him better than anybody here. And and the way Braden Shen said it was is that's just he demands a lot of us. And you know what? Um if that was me. That's the kind of coach I'm going to want to play for because he's demanding that of you. If if he's not demanding that anything of you, that to me would say that uh, he just doesn't he just doesn't feel like he can give. Out. Yeah, yeah, he's checked out and he doesn't feel like you can give enough. So I'm going to want to play for a guy that's that's demanding of me. And if I'm not giving my best and he's calling me out on that, that's just going to fire me up even more to get to that point. And, that, and I think that's what Braden Shen was – that's the point he was trying to make. So you said Shen, Thomas, and Benner talked today? Uh, Kairou. Uh, am I missing anybody here? We talked to Armstrong. We talked to uh, Craig Berube. Uh, it's a God. full house yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, it was – that's good. Pretty good six-pack, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you think back to the quotes from the players, was there anything in particular that stood out to you, maybe an, an overall message or anything that anybody said that sticks with you? Uh, they were all pretty They were all pretty diplomatic and matter-of-fact in that it's, it's time to turn the page. It's, stop, you know, it's time to stop feeling sorry for ourselves. Ryan O'Reilly, he's not coming back. Okay, at least not this year anyway. Say, whoa, Lou, come He's, on, man. <laughs> I wanted to get that caveat up. <laughs> He's not coming back this year. Let's 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 get that out of the way. So I've heard this a couple of times now where, and Craig Berube, just getting done talking to him in there too, is uh, 
You gotta you can't feel sorry for yourself anymore. It's done. It's over. This is the decision that management and the organization has chosen to go down. Now it's a new challenge that you just have to embrace. I Braden Shen has said the right things the last couple of times that we've talked to him since the O'Reilly trade, and that's been a week. We've talked to him probably two or three times now. He's saying the right things. It's right now it's just not translating into the on ice product. And that's that's the disconnect right now to me. That that's that's the that's the bridge they're gonna have to cross here. And they just haven't done it yet. What's the concern level, Lou, that this locker room starts to crumble against each other though? Oh, <sighs> good question. Um because you got the experience and the Shens and the Sods and the Buchnevich. You kind of have these outsiders who have only been here for a couple of years. And then you got these younger guys. And it does seem like you got three different wavelengths trying to figure out how to become one. Well, you've got 24 games left to figure it out. That's a long time. That's yeah. that's probably where you're talking about where you've got time. Where the, Doug Armstrong says we have, to, we have to keep this from snowballing. Yeah. And that's I think that's where the nip it in the bud message wanted to get across here. It, it's got to stop now. It's got to it's got to be time to turn the page because opponents are going to continue to come in here and they're seeing all this and they understand what's going on. Do you think they're going to be, "Oh, it's the Blues. They're going through a hard time. Let's feel No. Yeah. Let's feel sorry for them. That's not going to happen. Pittsburgh Penguins, you, oh, you don't yeah. think they're going to come in here tomorrow with a chip on their shoulder after what happened to them last night? Lost 5 you, out of 6, yeah, too. They're yeah. fighting for their playoff lives and Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, all these guys have known how to do is win. They just placed one of their forwards yes. on waivers today. They're making changes. They understand where they're at right now, too. And that's where I wanted to go with you, Lou, specifically with this game tomorrow. I told Alex this earlier. I'm really curious to see what the response looks like from the Blues. I, I can't remember. I mean, there's been games this year where I've been interested to find out, okay, what does it look like? This is one of those that I feel like could be an inflection point. Where it is a, okay, which direction are you guys going now? Because if it looks anything approaching what it has over their last four in this next one, after we just did all of this talking, after you guys just talked to everybody and they said, okay, we're putting this all behind us. Is there risk of it not getting put behind them if tomorrow you they come out and it looks the same as it has in the last four? Well, then that's just going to totally contradict what some of those guys in right. there just got done telling us is the fact that uh, they do care. And that was was something I didn't fail to get across earlier is a lot of the messages we do care. And, 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 and that's, that's not a question in this locker room. So you could judge that on one game. Yeah. But I want to see it. I want to see a pattern here. I want to see a pattern here of, okay, maybe you're not going to win every game, but show that passion, show that heart. Like the 23 year old said last night, act like you care. That's, I think I think when you look at this fan base here, guys, they don't de- they don't demand they don't demand the moon and the stars from everybody. Just show the just show that passion, show that energy, show the effort. And if they see that, I think people can understand. Okay, maybe these guys are starting to turn the page, starting to embrace where this is going. Let's let's just see a gradual progression because I don't want to. It's it's probably harsh to say you're at rock bottom, but you're pretty darn close to it. <laughs> yeah, well, we've said that a couple of times this season, too, that Arizona Coyotes <laughs> lost, the Montreal Canadiens lost. I think both felt like rock bottom. Uh, Lou, final one for me. Uh, how much do you think Doug is still staring at this roster and thinking there's got to be some type of change? Because that comment that he made, and I know he kind of followed up with it after the trade of O'Reilly when he spoke with you guys uh, where he said, I know what winning looks like and I know what quitting looks like. And then he said, you know, these guys aren't going to quit. I shouldn't have said that. 
but you don't say that if you're not thinking it. And I'm assuming that means Doug Armstrong is really combing through this roster with a fine-tooth comb. Oh, he's been watching the last, what What has it been, four games yeah, now since the trade? Since he returned from Europe. Of course Europe. he is. And, and what he just got done telling us in there, sure, it was his way of just wanting to show the solidarity and then nip it in the bud, let's turn the page, let's start a new decade. But listen, he's... He's got to look at it from the business side of it, mm-hmm. okay? You've got guys on expi- – Ivan Barbashev, Absolutely. how many times can we beat that uh, dead horse now? He's on an expiring contract. You know, He's got to look at it from a, from a business aspect of it, yeah. And he's got to be looking at the summer where things probably are going to get really interesting here. Yeah, can anything happen here that we may not expect between now and next Friday? Sure, but – I think we see the writing on the wall that there's probably still going to be some more changes here, but uh, he's got to be looking at it from the business side of it and, and understand I, not only not only from from the player's perspective, from the coach's perspective, but he even but he even said it himself. He goes, "I have some responsibility here too, and uh, we know what his responsibilities are. It's going to be up to him as to how he retools this roster." Luke Corak confirming the Blues trading for Timo Meyer. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Looking forward to him being in a blue note uniform. No comment yet. <laughs> That's a hot He's take. Luke Korak. Find his work over at NHL.com, SI.com, and on Twitter, at LKorak10. Lou, thanks for stopping by, man. We appreciate you giving us the update Lou from Ball. You got it, guys. Anytime. That's Luke Korak. Always appreciate him hopping on with us. In 15 minutes, we'll hit the rewind. But next, 314-399-9646 is the Air Comfort Service text line you give us four options. We'll tell you which one's got to go next year on 101 ESPN.